and welcome to The Garden, a podcast for spiritual seekers. I'm Jody Fletcher of The David Connection, and this is a show about how to connect to nature and the planet in ways that will enable deeper and greater healing for you and for us all. Hello, friends. This week, I want to share this bit of work I've started doing with a couple of oak tree devas. It's really remarkable what these lovely beings can do when we lend them just a little bit of our own energy and focus and help them ground their energies through to the physical realms. But I have to start by telling you about the great joy of my summer. I've been able to take our dog Ginger for a walk every day since June. This might not sound very remarkable, but it's probably been almost 10 years since I was able to go for a daily walk, and I love walking. A big part of having chronic fatigue syndrome is something called post-exertional malaise, which just means that we don't recover from physical or mental exertion the way most other people do. Before getting sick, I was hiking with my dogs about four miles a day through the woods near my house. It felt so empowering to be in my body in that way and spending time with those girls and just being a part of what was happening in that bit of forest every day and like experiencing every season because we went almost no matter what the weather, which for my little dog, um, she didn't necessarily love the snow, but she'd come anyway. And then I couldn't do it or much of anything anymore for like a really long time. I've definitely had my ups and downs since, of course, but anytime I've tried to walk again with any regularity, the post-exertional malaise would kick in and I'd be out for several days or weeks. But this past spring, Ginger had to have surgery to repair a torn ligament in one of her back legs, and part of her recovery after the first four weeks was going for a walk every day. They started out really short and then built a little bit each week from there. I was figuring that once she was able to go for longer walks, I wouldn't be able to anymore and mom would have to take over. But then mom hurt her neck in early summer and Ginger still needed her exercise. So we started going in the mornings before it was too warm. And then once mom's neck was better, I realized I could keep going. This was so nice because then mom was able to do another afternoon walk and Ginger was getting lots of good quality sniffing time around all her favorite paths. You know how it goes. Sometimes Ginger and I get a little bit bored with the route. So we would call mom and she would come pick pick us up with the truck so we could walk a little bit farther away from home. And then one of these walks recently, we poked into this little parking lot of this nearby park. I've never liked this parking lot. It just feels menacing. And even though there's like bits of bustling life all around, it's pretty secluded in there and just feels ominous. (laughs) But there was no one else there and Ginger loves to sniff around in there. So in we went. I hung for as long as I could. And finally, the creepy feeling down my spine was too much. And I convinced Ginger it was time to go. We then went around like the outside of the park where it's not secluded. It's like the other side of the tree line that hides the parking lot from the street. As Ginge sniffed, I noticed this big, beautiful oak tree I'd never communicated with before. That's usually how I can tell a deva wants to chat. Suddenly the tree will stand out so much from the others around it, it's almost like it's glowing. So I said hello to this tree and asked what I could do to help. Most of this communication was energetic, so like not in words, so I'll try to describe what took place. The oak tree spirit told me basically that the devas of that place need help. 
that the energy of that place is not very welcoming for a reason, and they could use a hand shifting it. I could specifically help the deva of the oak tree to amplify its own light through the physical by visualizing this energy grounding through the tree and into the earth. And just by holding space with it and chatting with it, acknowledging its presence, its beauty, its life force, that helps too. I thought, oh, that's lovely. And Ginge and I continued walking for a few more yards when another oak tree reached out to communicate. It wanted a bit of help too, and together these two devas would hold this space and protect the rest as the shifts that, that the devas wanted to make would take place. A couple days later, Mom and I took Ginger over to that area together, and we were walking around and chatting while Ginger sniffed everything she could get her nose on. Mom has never liked that bit of park either, but before we realized it, we were walking through that little parking lot, and after a while, I noticed that neither of us seemed to be in a big hurry to leave. Does it feel different here? I asked, and she said it definitely did. We still neither of us wanted to get too close to the porta potty that looks like one of the places you'd be screaming at the heroes in a horror movie to stay away from. But overall, the energy of the park definitely seems to be shifting. The last two days, Ginch has wanted to walk all the way to that little park. And we both seem to be doing well enough where we can get there and back without having to have mom come pick us up in the truck. So each day as we walk out there and we get up close to that bit of park, um, I reach out to the oak trees through my heart and I share a bit of space and time and energy with them. Today, they showed me that they could use some like bright, pure light. So I called on some of the beings of light I generally turn to, the archangels Michael, Gabriel, Uriel, and Raphael, as well as the Christ light, to provide the devas with an infusion of this purifying light. I told them how grateful I am to be able to work with them in this way, and they shared that they are grateful as well. And one of them said this, our mutual gratitude is a life force. I thought that was really lovely and further confirms something I've long gotten energetically. Gratitude is an incredibly powerful energetic resource. It powers so much within and our work with beings of light from other realms and dimensions our mutual gratitude is a form of reciprocity and an energy exchange. It holds incredible value, and that realization created an important shift for me within. Recognizing that made me start working more on gratitude and sort of cultivating my inner receptors to be attuned for gratitude. It's a practice, isn't it? The more time we spend finding out what we're grateful for, the easier it becomes to be grateful, even when life is hard, and maybe especially when life is hard. For example, these walks every day have not happened without a cost. My energy levels are so low, and sometimes the walk is it for me. And a lot of times I'm dragging myself, or maybe Ginger's dragging it, I don't know. But I'm so grateful to have the time and space for something I love like this. And I'm so grateful to my mom, who feels it's important for me physically and mentally to spend my energy going for a walk, and so has had to do a lot more of some things because I'm so tired. Not to brag, but I've become an expert at finding silver linings in my life. And the more I look, the easier they are to find. And so the deva saying that about our mutual gratitude being a life force, that feels so very real to me. It's like an energy I can take and metabolize in my daily life. And they were showing me that my gratitude to them works the same way. 
Here's another thing I want to say about gratitude and energy exchanges. People have a long history of not doing right by the natural world. And we also have a long history of not doing right by nature spirits. A lot of magic has its roots in manipulation of these forces and these beings. Because we are the ones in the physical, we have a certain power. But that does not, that does not equate to entitlement. We don't have the right to trap these beings or to force them to do our bidding. There's a huge amount of karma many of us are working to neutralize because of former lifetimes when we, for whatever reasons, perform this kind of manipulative magic. By working together with the beings of light from other realms, be it the Davic realm or the angelic realm or the fairy realm, and co-creating, we are helping to heal those rifts between humans and nature spirits. I hate the idea of payment. It just seems so capitalist. But by participating in an energy exchange of gratitude, we are helping to neutralize these karmas for ourselves and for the collective. I'm so excited to see how the energies of this little park continue to shift. Um, There's this little lake that was created a few decades ago when this big company mined a whole bunch of sand from the dune and then just left a giant hole that then filled in with water. It's really, really pretty. And today the Davis told me that there is a being who has been trying for a long time to coalesce or become through that little lake, but has been having a hard time because of the imbalance of the energies. They shared with me today that the work that we've done just in these few short days has already helped that being of light ground itself here a bit more. So that is really uplifting and just so nice to see. So, and speaking of gratitude, thank you so much for listening. This podcast has become a really lovely way for me to ground my energy each week through the physical and into this form. And I'm really grateful to you for listening. It's a really lovely way to share this work with you and to just have a bit of a chat each week. I hope this finds you well and that things are going along swimmingly in your life and that if they're not, there are plenty of glimmers of gratitude for you to grab onto every day. I'm sending lots of love and light to you all, and I'll chat with you next week.